missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Information 411 is out. Hey, can one of you Google what we're supposed to do? <laughs> yes, Shaw. While you're getting off my lawn, <laughs> yeah. you young whippersnappers, get around. Let Grandpa tell you about 411. <laughs> what? 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 We used to have a phone that was a circle. We called it a rotary phone. <laughs> Back you, in my you? day, we used to have beepers. And you'd have to pull over and use something called a payphone to get in touch with people. And your friends had different codes to tell you who it was on the beeper. It was a wild time. Lawlessness everywhere. <laughs> Criminals were knocking over train stations left and right. What is this four one one year to the? Do you not know what four one one is? Yeah, yeah, but like it's. We used to have a phone <laughs> number you could call and get the weather. The weather phone. That's true. That's still a thing, by the way. You could call and get movie times. Yep. Thank you for calling movie phone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So four one one apparently is is going kaput. Yeah, the way of the dodo bird. It's extinct. Starting in January. So right meow. AT&T customers with digital landlines. What's a digital landline? How can it be digital if it's on the land? I don't get it. Why does the VCR keep blinking noon? (laughs) What do you mean I got to switch it to Channel 3 to play video games? Uh... (laughs) Starting uh, this year, January 2023, yeah. AT&T customers with digital landlines won't be able to dial 411 or 0 hmm. to reach an operator or get directory assistance. Back in my day, a yeah, big book with phone numbers that was would the come Google. Yeah, they would say they had coupons in it. There was a coupon I could get a free You could call an operator and talk to someone about things, mm, Sean. Exactly. Get per- you could get a live you person. You could get a live person. And they spoke English clearly. And, and they would answer your questions about things. They were from our own country. <laughs> Yeah, uh, AT&T in 2021 ended operator services for wireless callers. Although customers with home phone landlines can still access operators and directory help, Verizon, T-Mobile, and other major carrier, uh, carriers still offer those services for a fee, Shaw. Mm-hmm. So if you want them, they're there, but you got to okay. pay for them. Uh, a notice on AT&T's website, the company directs customers to find addresses and phone numbers on Google or other online directories. There's plenty of ways to find information these days. I gotta get in touch with Gertrude up the street. I can't find her number in my Rolodex. <laughs> Boy, it was a sad day when they Come took on. Archie Bunker off the TV. I'll be telling you, so now these girls are just the butt cheeks are out shaking around. Just a worky twerky delight. Don't know. I gotta take my pill. Hold on. Hold on one second. 411 shot. Yeah. It's a thing. Didn't know it was still around. God, I love watching movies. Like this is part of the reason I love rewatching movies. I mean, obviously there's a nostalgia yeah, thing, yeah. but you watch it and you see all the things that used to be things and now they're not things. Right. You yes. know, where you could just pull over like a bank of payphones. You know what I mean? Even <laughs> you know, it's like you know, you just pull over on the, mm-hmm. yeah, the side of the road and you use a payphone. Now, you, I mean, granted, you 
probably have your own damn phone. You're, you're good to go. It's not like you're in need of the phone, but it was just funny. Like that, like. That was the thing. Right. Or you just had to wait till you got home and you check your messages and then, you, oh, snap, I missed all mm-hmm. these messages. Mm-hmm. Dude, the delight of going home and having, like, oh, people care. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Right. All the comedians when they're like, we used to have to answer the phone to find out who was on the other end of it. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 411 going away. Going away. So if you've got a grandma out there or a great grandma that still uses that or doesn't know what the hell's happening, you may mm-hmm. want to go over and, and explain, explain to him how Google works. Yeah, Or just say, hey, look, grandma, just call me if you need something. Okay. I'll be there in an instant. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Not going to be good. If you're a, a gentleman, I hope you're sitting down. Oh, it's not going to be good. Not good at all. It's not good at all? There's tough, and then there's hockey tough. Is it a skate to the nether regions? No, it's a puck to the nether regions. It ruptured his testicle. Holy testicle Tuesday. Like, and he continued to play. Like, with a ruptured testicle. What do you think when you hear the word ruptured? What happens when a boil ruptures? It explodes all over the place. That's what I think. Oh, right mommy daddy button. Ruptured testicle is the injury. What's that bubble there? What do you think? It's a... well, how the hell did you get the beans above the frank? I mean... Well, I got hit with a hockey puck, and then I kept playing. That's how the beans got above the frank. It ruptured, you see. Winnipeg Jets winger Blake Wheeler set to return to the lineup. Actually returned last weekend, last Friday, against the Lightning. uh, He uh, suffered a ruptured testicle last month, which has kept him out of action. The injury occurred on December 15th when he was inadvertently struck by a... I don't think it's vertently. No, I don't think so. Inadvertently struck by a shot from Jets defenseman John... uh, Excuse me, Josh Morrissey. In a game against the Nashville Predators, 36-year-old has missed the last nine games due to the injury. Yeah. The Jets forward actually didn't even realize he suffered a ruptured testicle on the night that the injury took place. Wheeler said, quote, there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. I didn't know I was injured until the next day. The next day. So he gets uh, off the ice, the game's over, goes in, showers, puts on his regular Jammies, clothes, goes home, goes, home, goes to the hotel, up. and then he wakes up the next day, and that's when he realizes that something is really not right with right. his ruptured testicle? Well, it was large, or the night should be the next oh. morning. It was it was enlarged, is what it was. Ruptured testicle, and he played through it. He stayed on the ice the rest mm-hmm. of the game. He didn't come out. Oh. When it was enlarged the next morning, swollen is when he noticed Brian. Oh, got him right in the mommy daddy button, Gene. Yeah. Oh. Inadvertently, though. So that's oh. good. <laughs> Not on purpose. Oof. That. You're going to miss some games when that happens. Oh. Uh, yeah. Take some rest. Nine games. Yeah. Oh, a little rest. A little ice on that bad yeah, boy. Yeah, some peas, frozen peas. Oh, can you imagine all the, the, the ruptured testicle jokes that are going around that locker room? All the funny stuff he's finding in his locker, all the crap those guys are giving him. Hell yeah. (laughs) One nut wheeler. Is that what they're calling him? Probably.
Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Brian and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The Monday morning throwback. Courtesy of the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The best little sub shop you've never heard of. Back to normal hours at the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop, Monday through Friday, 8.30 awesome. a.m. to 4 p.m. Breakfast. They do breakfast. You know that shop? Mm-hmm. Breakfast. They do. They also have French roast coffee on special today. Chicken dumpling soup. Meatball soup. And, of course, it's Meatball Monday, so get a meatball sub. That'd be good on a chilly Monday morning, mm-hmm. Monday afternoon. Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. This is all the way from 2008, 14 years ago, Shaw. We were introduced to three lovely young ladies that enjoyed going to Packer games late in the season, uh-huh. mm-hmm. wearing nothing but their homemade Green Bay Packer bikinis. I remember those ladies. They went very viral for a short period of time, and we were lucky enough to, I think one of them went to school here. Yeah, I think one was a UWL student. And so she came in, and then we got her cousin and her sister on the phone, uh-huh. and we had a nice little conversation with those three young ladies. Jen, Ashley, and Liz were their names. There was originally a fourth member of the of the Beatles, but then they, uh, <laughs> then they cut it down to a threesome. And uh, this is part of our interview with the Packer Bikini Girls from 2008. Ashley out in Milwaukee, um, do you have a boyfriend? Are you dating? What's your deal? Are you single? Are guys coming up to you at the game and asking you for your phone number, I'm guessing? Uh, yeah, I have a boyfriend, but really we haven't had any um, phone numbers or anything like that. So really? How about all the blogs about you guys? Are you reading well, them and stuff? I used to. Yeah, I bet you pretty pretty big. It's got to be pretty tough. Uh, Now, I'm guessing you guys never pay for a drink when you're at Lambeau, right? Well, we didn't drink. (laughs) Huh? We didn't drink. You didn't drink? No. Are you guys not 21 yet? No, I'm 22. Right. One of you is 20, right? And the other one's 21. Ashley. And Liz, you're 21, right? Yep. They're trying to stay warm, and you can't thin down your blood with the. Dude, have you ever been drunk when it's cold outside? <laughs> Don't really care about the temperature too much, dude. They're representing the state. They wanted to be fine, young, you know, standards of Wisconsin women. That is Gene pre-Lambo. Gene had never been to Lambo at that point. Oh. Which I didn't know because she only you went yeah. to Lambo for the first time just a couple of years yeah. ago. So you had no idea about you have to drink in the cold. At Lambo, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you're 21 or older, you're drinking. Yeah, it. you got to pay 15 bucks for a can of beer. Yeah. It's just, one. At least one. just the way you got to be. But um, interesting story about them. They they apparently started by only going to the final home game of the season. And I the reason I did the throwback was because of obviously yeah, yesterday yeah, was yeah, the yeah. final home, right. and I just uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm like, well, I wonder what happened. And I don't know, are they not a thing anymore? I have no idea. But I, I haven't seen them cool. on TV. I yeah, because they loved showing them on yeah, TV yeah. back in the day. Um, but uh, if they are still a thing, then good for them. If not, maybe there's a new troop of girls that mm-hmm. are taking up the mantle. I mean, they're selling cheese bras now at Lambo, right? You can buy a cheese bra to go with your cheese head. And uh, if you want to hear the rest of our interview with the Packer Bikini Girls from 2008, you can mm. go to the Morning Sickness page cool. at 957therock.com. The Monday Morning Throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston.
Best little sub shop you've never heard of. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> the best of the morning sickness with Brian and Gene. Only on 95.7 The Rock. You know what 2.30 in the afternoon feels like, don't you? Sleepy, groggy, dying for a nap. What do you do? Drink a cup of coffee? Drink a soda? Well, now you can get rid of that 2.30 feeling for more than three weeks with new 500-hour energy. Ooh, awesome. 500-hour energy has the caffeine of three cups of strong coffee and the sugar of 10 dozen donuts. So not only will you have the energy to get through your work day, you'll have enough energy to go without sleeping for weeks. No, honey, just just come to bed. I'm not tired. I'm going to do the dishes, and I'm going to paint the living room. Hey, who needs sleep anyway? The flies. The flies. They're all over me. 500-hour energy. Non-stop energy now. No 2.30 feeling for over three weeks. Nice. Look at all the pretty colors. <laughs> 500-hour energy. We use that every once in a while. <laughs> I don't know what it's like coming down from all that, Shaw, but I'm sure it ain't good. Not sure I want to know. According to a new study... One in two Americans would choose more energy over more sex or sleep. Huh. I get it. I, I understand. Both women, 56%, and men, 46%, said they would prefer more energy over more sex or sleep, given the option. If you could have more energy... But not like fake 500-hour no, energy, I think but like more real, like, like for Sustained real. eight hours yeah, a day energy. Go get them, Tiger. <laughs> Improved nutrition is America's top resolution this year, obviously, with 62% of people wanting to eat less sugar and 49% wanting to eat more protein, 46% wanting to consume mm-hmm. fewer calories. But, yeah, uh, a company called 1440 Foods, which is a sports and active nutrition company on a mission to energize people and, and help them unleash their potential released the findings of their study showing that while Americans are prioritizing diet and fitness in the new year, as they always do, what they really want is more energy, Shaw. Hmm. More than half of respondents in this study said they'd opt for more energy over sleep or sex if given the choice. Well, they kind of go together, right? You get enough sleep, you have more energy. If you have more they're sex. They're kind of separate, right? too, though. You get more I sleep, mean, yeah, then you I have mean, more energy. Yes, but no. Our uh, exhaustion, they're saying, is probably due to poor diet. Duh. (laughs) Six in ten Americans are likely to skip breakfast on a busy day. Less than half of people, 46%, sit down for a meal at least twice a day. 62% of people want to eat less sugar, yada, yada, yada. But uh, proper nutrition, they say, plays a critical role in everything from energy levels and cognitive function to mental and physical health. Mm -hmm. Skipping meals and over-consuming foods. That's where where they get me, (laughs) Sean. The fine print. Yeah. Uh, and over-consuming foods that are high in sugar and have low nutrient density. Right. And your density. Uh, <laughs> are surefire ways to zap your energy and leave you feeling sluggish and tired. <laughs> but yeah, people would give up essentially sex or sleep to get more energy. When all you got to do is just eat better, right? You don't necessarily have to just pick one, right? There's a balance there. That's what I'm saying. They right. kind of all intertwine. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. 
you imagine what it would be like to have energy? Yeah, a good couple of weeks <laughs> of some solid energy, though, Sean. Wouldn't on a consistent basis with never the lull and the everything. That'd be great. Boy, that'd be nice. Well, one week of energy. One week where you get, like, if you could have one, like, why haven't we evolved? What is our problem? How long have we been around? Humans. couple... 40 years, I Why think. can't we swim underwater for hours? <laughs> Why haven't we got gills yet? What the hell's going on? How many years Some does it take to evolve? Some people have webbed feet. Yeah, that's, that's a defect, though, right? That's not, an, uh, that's not evolving. Evolution. That's going backwards. Right, Shaw? Uh, pretty much, yeah. No, but, like, why why haven't we figured it out? I mean, we've been, you know, toiling away, you know, the eight-hour... I mean, why... Because we why? don't need to be able to swim underwater to survive. I'm, not, so. I'm throwing that out as, a, as an example. I'm talking about just, like, why haven't, as, why haven't our bodies... What, have it out. bigger batteries? Is that what you're yeah, doing? Like, I think it's the eating thing. We, we need just to, told us. The water and the get food. get a full restful eight hours of sleep. Why haven't, our, haven't we evolved? Why haven't we been, been able to get better as a, as a species and say, you know what? We don't need eight hours. We need four. And then when we get six, it's like, ta-da! <laughs> no? I like eight hours. I need to get some mutant thing going on where we can evolve faster, Shaw. Evolution takes too damn long. Right? Well, you think Brian's of all these animals hurry. that are... Sp- you know, they're designed to, like, combat whatever mm-hmm. scenario they're presented with. You know, mm-hmm. they've got all these interesting little, you know, things about them. You want to change colors? <laughs> well, like, think, a like a gecko, yeah, you know, like a chameleon. They change colors so they like, can avoid mm-hmm. prey or, you know, predators. Yeah, I don't know necessarily I want to change. I'm talking about, like, not needing eight hours of sleep to be fully energized mm-hmm. here. Why hasn't the human race figured it out? I mean, we've been getting terrible sleep for years. And it takes its toll. Yes. And we haven't evolved. We still come out needing eight, ten hours of sleep. It's like ridiculous. Feels good though, doesn't it? When you can. Oh yeah, it's great. Don't get me wrong, but let's evolve a little bit here. What do we got to do? Is it toxic chemicals? We got to take a swim in toxic chemicals. Pill. We just went through this. You just got to eat good. Oh, nobody wants to eat good. (laughs) That's not evolution. It's just maintaining. (laughs) Right. Right, Shaw. That's it. My evolution is usually measured over a long period of time. I know, I know. I guess we're walking upright, so we got that going <laughs> for us. <laughs> We've learned to speak, right? Communicate. Mm-hmm. Let's get to that next level, right? Let's start working on that. Let's start evolving so we don't need so much damn sleep. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. They're training them on DWI to not only recognize the signs of somebody who's driving under the influence, but also uh, to do the field sobriety testing and so on and so forth. And the way this works is you have to have people literally sit down and drink. So they're going to drink for two hours. And then they will go through the field sobriety test just as if they were pulled over uh, in a, a real world scenario. I was drunk. I think we did this once. That was loud. This is in Missouri. Okay. It ended poorly, by the way. <laughs> I don't think it's like a test for you to try and beat the system. It's a test for the police so they right. can get their, you know. Hone their skills. And this was an educational thing. It was on New. It was right before New Year's, and it was kind of, we had a staff member, and then they did the goggle thing yeah. oh, and yeah, all that. Goggles. So, no, this is where they actually give you alcohol. They want you to yeah, come down. Yeah, that's and, what we did. Uh, Missouri's <laughs> yeah. Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. Come down and have some. Put out a call this week for casual drinkers who'd be interested in having a couple of adult beverages at the cop shop. Okay. Even better, Shaw, they are buying. 
Mm-hmm. And they're not buying the swill at the bottom of the shelf, the five ninety nine two buck chuck. They're going to let you the good stuff. Uh, they're doing this to improve their deputies' field sobriety training. Sure. So after get you get that. all liquored up, they're going to give you the keys to a car. No, I'm just kidding. They're, no, they're going to give you a ride home, actually. No, they're going to ask you to do some of the field sobriety exercises, you know, the touch yeah, the yeah. nose and to walk the line and the repeat the alphabet backwards. That one is a bad one because nobody can really do that. Uh, and then they uh, give you the breathalyzer test to uh, determine your level of intoxication. And then after it's all said and done, they give you a ride home. They call these events wet labs, apparently. And police departments do this periodically to test their skills and fine-tune their DUI testing mm-hmm. procedures. I'd like to participate yeah, in one of these. Yeah, me Go down to the cop shop. I mean, you know, to help police do a better job. That would be the only yeah, motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink free beer. But the problem is they only do it for like two hours. Like, how drunk am I going to get in two hours? I mean, come on, man. Why don't we talk about, like, 10 a.m. bloodies. I'll, like see, you, I'll see you at five. We'll hang out all day. See you at five. We're We're hang out hours in front of the spooky spins. <laughs> Why don't you just wait for me outside of the bar that I'm hanging out at, and then you 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 take me down to the station after I've been in there for several hours watching football on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I had some chicken wings in me. So we'll Stop see. me if I try and drive home. Yeah. No, I wouldn't even. No, like I. Oh, the cops are here. Oh yeah, that's me. I'm gonna. They're taking me down to the station. Getting a wet lab. No. <laughs> Give me a couple hours. <laughs> they're also not using taxpayer money to buy the alcohol. Apparently, they're all chipping in. Ah. So uh, if you're in Missouri, Jefferson County, and you're looking to get drunk on the, the cop's dime <laughs> and then get a free ride home, <laughs> don't be one of those idiots that shows up with warrants, though. No, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. free Aussie tickets. I heard you were coming with hey, alcohol. Hey, man. Sounds like were... a trap. Oh, yeah. I... Yeah, one of those guys, those deadbeat dads that get trapped with the outstanding warrants. Yeah, with the Aussie tickets. Yeah, we're looking for you. You won free Aussie tickets. Come down to the station and pick them up. I should have seen that one coming. (laughs) How did did they know? uh... Yeah, don't be that guy that shows up with active warrants. (laughs) No. Then they're not going to give you a ride. Except to jail. Wow, you're already there. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time not be nice. Killing Me Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $10 of my morning show money up for grabs. No real pressure here, Shaw. Jean thinks you're going to get it. She has faith in you. All right. Appreciate that. Not quite sure why, but she has faith in you, at least today. But as always, Jean's opinion is irrelevant. It's about caller 15, 608-7840957 is the number. Who's this? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Are you familiar with how this I'm, game is played? Yeah. All right, Aaron. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or is he not going to know the movie quote? Uh, you got to go with your gut and go away from her. So, no. You're going with no. And what are you going to do with 10 bucks of my morning show money if you win? I'll give it back to you. Oh, look at that. $10 into the Rock Foundation. If he's right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think you're going to get it. That's okay. Gene thinks you're going to get it, Shaw. I, uh, I think you're going to get it as well. Oh. Ready? I think so. You may only need to hear this one once. Oh, really? Listen closely. Okay. Merry New Year! 
Happy New Year. In this country, we say Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to hear that again? Yes, I would. Actually, All right. Because it's Merry good. New Year! Happy New Year. In this country, we say Happy New Year. <laughs> one more time, or are you good? I think I'm good. You think you're good, and you got a guess on this one? I do. All right, I'm let's pr- hear it. Pretty sure that was one of the final scenes from Trading Places. Oh! The man who just won the Golden Globe for the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award, Eddie Murphy. Oh, really? Yeah, last night at the Golden Globes. Uh, I, he didn't won watch. The, I didn't watch either. I just, it's in our prep, so. Uh. But, uh. He had a very funny. Did you hear his speech about Mm-mm. about um, good times? About uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. Did not. You didn't. <laughs> oh man, there it is. Listen, listen closely. Okay. Eddie Murphy, after he accepted the Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement huh? Award at the Golden Globes last night, I want to let you know that there is a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity longevity, and peace of mind. And I followed it my whole career. Just do these three things. Pay your taxes. Mind your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name. No! (laughs) Eddie Murphy. That's great. Still got it, man. Still funny. Looking forward to Beverly Hills Cop 4. He's working on that, Shaw. Why not? 2023, I think, actually, this year. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! <laughs> Sorry, A.A. Ron, you, you didn't guess correctly. Should have had faith in the Shaw. $20 of my morning show money up for grabs next week. With your Killing Me Shaws, brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7. The Rock. I have a, a silly walk, and I'd like to obtain a government grant to help me develop it. Mm-hmm. It's not particularly silly, is it? I, I mean, the right leg isn't silly at all, and the left leg merely does a forward aerial half-turn every alternate step. Yes, well, I think with, with government backing, I could make it very silly. Now, the Japanese have a man who can bend his leg back over his head and back again with every single step, while the Israelis have... Fa- ah, here's the coffee. <laughs> Classic sketch uh. from Monty Python. And apparently, it burns as many calories as jogging. <laughs> or jogging. I'm not sure. The J may be silent, Sean. Well, you saw during COVID where people would have those signs up where outside their house where it's like, you know, we welcome silly walks. And then the vi- the ring camera would catch these families doing some cr- you know, well, mm-hmm. if you stuff. hate jogging or running, Shaw, this is your thing. Let's be honest; it's a mental grind more than it's a physical grind. To be to be perfectly honest with you, I can't stand running. Uh, researchers at Arizona State released a study late last month. They say that the famous high kicked silly walk mm-hmm. that John Cleese does in that sketch uh-huh, on Honey Python uh-huh. can actually burn a lot of calories. They had thirteen healthy adults. That's the key here, I think. The healthy part. Copy the walk. Hooked them up to a gadget that measured their oxygen intake. Then they measured the speed they were walking to help calculate how many calories they burn. They found it required two and a half times more energy than mm. non-silly walking and burned as many calories as jogging at five to six miles per hour. That's pretty interesting stuff. My colleagues and I basically got this idea. Wouldn't it be fun to just see how 
energetically costly those silly walks actually were. Just how many calories they burned. It turned out they were basically burning calories at about two and a half times the rate of normal huh. walking. To give you some perspective on this, walking Mr. Teabag style was actually the equivalent or very similar to running at about five or six miles per hour. Well, you got to put your leg way up. We don't have a cure for cancer, but we do know now that silly yes. walking burns because research, I mean, whatever. Uh, the lead researcher there says it was good enough to count as vigorous exercise. That means 11 minutes, Shaw. 11, just 11 minutes okay. out of your day. 11 minutes of silly walking a day would put you over the 75 minutes of vigorous activity per week huh. that doctors recommend. So one trip around your block... Shaw. Doing the silly walk. Right. This is and for you're you. got, you've got this your weekly you. red recommended amount of vigorous exercise from doctors. You already don't care what your neighbors think of you. <laughs> That's but a good point. They do say your walk has to be really silly, though. You got to so, really get the kick up you, there. You got to get the really emphasis, silly ones. Yeah, yeah the, the less silly ones from the sketch don't count, Shaw. So the real mm. goofy, silly walk. So well, it takes an effort to walk like that. So I'm not surprised you burn calories. Well, I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Not surprising, but still disgusting. Recent, uh... Survey, Shaw. Now, this is UK single men. Single men in the UK. Doesn't include Americans. Okay. But a uh, British study looked at how often adults change their bed sheets. Oh, dude. This is a single dude? <laughs> it's gross, You're I supposed bet. to change I'm them? I'm sure it's gross. Like, way gross. You think it's gross, Gene? I Shaw, think, it's think it's probably gross? Disgusting. I'm sure it is. All right, Gene, shoot me a number. Change like actually take yeah. them off, wash them, and put them back on. Right, never. They don't ever do that. Probably closer than Shaw's guess is going to be. I don't know. Once a month. Oh, are you nuts? That would seem regular. I'm going to go with yearly. <laughs> Try bi yearly. <laughs> Try yearly. <laughs> you're, you're close there. They throw once, them away and buy new sheets. Once every four months. Ugh. Almost 45% of I'm the, sure. of the single men in the UK that took this study admitted that they wait up to four months to wash their bed sheets, <sighs> while another 12% <clears throat> said they wash them as and when they remember, which could be even <laughs> longer. Oh, yeah. That's seasonal, maybe, Shaw. Like, oh, have I washed them since it became fall? I don't How think so. How many chicks have been in my bed since the last time I washed them? Don't even Obviously, think about it. Obviously, if there's... even think about it. If there's some evidence of, of some stuff going on in the bed, there's probably going to be some changing of the sheets, Shaw, but... Doubt it. Unsurprisingly, according to this study... <clears throat> Their betting was changed more often once they were in a relationship. Right. Shocking. But 45%, almost half oh, yeah. of British men in this mm -mm. survey... Single dudes. ...admitted that only once every four months do they change and wash their bed sheets. Yeah, that seems an unnecessary task when you're a single dude. I can get that. It's gross, but I understand why they don't even think about it. Uh, of course, uh, they released the findings of this study and social Ugh. media went nuts. Yeah, one sure. One woman pointed out, maybe that's why they're single. <laughs> yes, indeed. 
Another woman said, huge red flag, I'd rather stay single. You wouldn't know, though. What did they get at? Another woman said, how about home economic classes for men so women don't have to educate them? Division of labor is still an issue. Is it? Man, I get, I'm so far off the beaten path of this because I've been doing my own laundry since I was like 12. My mom said, no, I'm not doing your laundry anymore. It's disgusting. You're going to do it. And she showed me how to do it, and I've been doing my, and I don't want, I don't even want my wife doing my laundry now. I don't even want her taking it out of the washer and putting it in a dryer. I know it's just one button, but I'm like, no, that's my job. That's my laundry. I'll take care of it. You take care of yours. <laughs> but apparently, there's still guys out there just like, hey, that's some woman's job. When she comes around, <laughs> she'll do it. Oh, I don't even think it's that. They just don't think about it. They just every, throw the covers up and say that's, you know what I mean? Once every four months. Doesn't occur to them. All the skin and mm-hmm. yeah. secretions mm-hmm. and DNA. Those guys probably aren't even vacuuming or anything their apartment no. except once a month or, you know. I, I... You don't have to do dishes if you just buy paper plates. Mm-hmm. Right? It's true. Or you just throw the dishes away. I... <laughs> Hooked up with my ex-roommate this past weekend to hang out for that show at Joey's Song, and we were reminiscing about the time that we got so angry at each other that we didn't do dishes, either one of us, Mm. for, well, every dish we had was stacked up dirty on the counter. I mean, it became this, like, unbelievable challenge. It was a battle. It was a battle, and neither one of us were going to give in, and he, him and I were talking about, we had, like, countertops, and they were stacked like this, we didn't have a clean dish in the house, and neither one of us. And he was like, "Remember that we just all ate out, and we never did dishes yeah. for months and months and months." That's how it Somebody is. That was our, how it is when you have roommates. You just I met my husband at the time. He came, came over, over and saw them, and he did them. He did. He the, did the dishes. That's how you knew he was. Oh, the and that was the, I was a total. John just he, got it, his wife pregnant. That's how he knew <laughs> she yep, was the one. Exactly. He came in and said, "What's going on here?" And I said, "It's an epic battle of wills." And he's like, "This cannot." <laughs> Continue. It would be nice if you said thank you and helped me with the dishes. Fine. I'll help you do the dishes. Oh, come on. You know what? No. That's, see, that's not what I want. You just said that you want me to help you do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Why would I want to do dishes? Exactly. Good point. Preach, Vince. Preach. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Tea bags contain DNA from up to 400 insects. And since up to this point you seem to be just fine with the taste, we figured we'd really lean into it. Bugsy Tea Company introduces our new bug line of products. From bug DNA tea to scorpion scones, we've got it all. Want to add some flavor crystals? They're spider eggs. Not that you could tell the difference anyways. Hey, people have been eating bugs for protein for years, so why not sip some? Nothing more natural than tea leaves and bugs. Mm. Now that's good tea. Bugsy tea bags. That's a hard pass. Yeah. I enjoy tea. I don't drink it all the time. No, I don't drink it often, but... But I do enjoy a nice cup of tea. I know that uh, Decker, who used to work here, he used to drink tea instead of coffee. Um, and there's, you know, a million different flavors. and mm-hmm. But apparently, a tea bag has about 400 different bug species DNA inside the tea oh, bag. Great. Yeah, according to a 
scientists from Australia. Did you know that when you analyse a typical tea bag, you can find the DNA of 400 different types of insects? And this DNA is usually fairly fragile, easily destroyed by ultraviolet and by getting washed away by the rain, but it does survive when the conditions are dark and dry, as inside a tea bag. Mm. Tea fields are a hive of biodiversity tea. Oh, oh man. Nice pun. I don't need the puns. Mm-hmm. Dr. Carl Kruzelnicki. K R U S Z E L N I C K I. That S Z is usually like a sh sound, right? I think so. Kruzelnicki uh, has revealed in a uh, viral TikTok clip that there are DNA traces of up to 400 different insects in every tea bag. He said, this is known as environmental DNA can be left by something as simple as when an insect bites a tea leaf. This DNA is usually fairly fragile, can be destroyed by ultraviolet light and be washed away by the rain. He said, however, if conditions are dark and dry like the inside Uh of a tea bag, it can survive. Well, it's just added flavor. The FDA allows for a certain amount of insect parts and rat parts in your food. I mean, you know, because... You can't keep all the bugs out of the, the factory. It's just not going to be a possibility. So they say, hey, look, you know, it's a very small percentage, but we allow for it. Uh, that's true with a lot of foods. and so uh, Social media users, of course, very upset by this and uh, several of them commenting on his video. One person said, another reason not to drink bag tea. Another person wrote, Dr. Carl, stop blowing my mind. <laughs> 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 yeah. Thanks, Dr. Carl. From Australia. Uh, no what about tea? coffee? They're bug DNA oh, and coffee, too? Well, there's cat poop. Remember they got those beans that mm. grow in that special cat That's right. Poop? Yep. Apparently. Charge you extra for that. Oh, a lot extra. Oh, crikey. I think I'm good. I'm good. Just regular-ass coffee is, is all I require. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on Favorite Station. 957 The Rock. I'm Will Farrell, actor, comedian, and typical run-of-the-mill millennial. I just wanted to talk to you directly. One vibrant youth to another. So let's all put down our Snapchat, Tinder, Instagram, and other assorted app-based technologies for a minute so we can keep it 100. Our voting history is public record. Yeah, that's right, Bay. Whether we vote or not is available online for any of our fellow millennial friends to see. Or even worse, our parents. If you don't vote, everyone might find out that you're the opposite of on fleek. Or that you're basic. Or even worse, that you've got All this on top of what will be a serious case of FOMO. FOMO, Shaw. Do you remember FOMO? I don't know what those words are he's using. <laughs> well, that was actually a political ad for Hillary back in 2016 that Will Ferrell did. Huh. Where he was trying to speak millennial. Fleek. No cap. That was, I don't think no cap was around in 2016. That's a, a little more recent, but uh, FOMO was the one at the end there. Are you familiar with FOMO? I don't believe so. There was a, I think it was Realtor.com did a commercial a year or two ago about FOMO, the fear of missing out. Oh. Everything, everything has a cute little nickname sure. nowadays, Shaw. Now there's FOMO and FOSI. F-O-S-Y. Or FOSI? Would you, if you saw the word F-O-S-Y, would you say FOSI or FOSI? I think I would say FOSI. 
Uh, FOMO is the fear of missing out. OC is a new millennial fear. Yeah. It's the fear of saying yes. To what? To anything. Anything? <laughs> okay. According to a new survey, more than half of adults, over 50% of adults in this survey have dealt with FOSI, the fear of saying yes, when they're deciding against doing something that they actually want to do. Mm, I get that. Sometimes you have to convince yourself. 37% of people say they've been afraid to say yes to things due to financial concerns. Another 37% are afraid due to a lack of confidence. I could see that. Especially gym-related, right? You go in the gym and you're a fat piece of crap like me, and everybody else is healthy. And I'm just the fat piece of guy, crap goo. I'm the guy on the treadmill trying to lose weight. Right. Everybody else wearing tight clothes, and I'm over here sweating. Fat and di- I'm dying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that could be a little bit of a... It's your fear of saying yes, huh? I mean, I'll go. I'm not going to... I don't have that posy, but uh, I can understand where that comes yeah. from. Yeah. Uh, the financial thing, obviously, is important, especially with inflation nowadays. Everything costs so damn much. I have a fear of saying yes to eggs. Yeah, it's me too. They Five bucks so- a dozen. <laughs> uh, it might sound like the opposite of FOMO, the fear of missing out, but it really isn't, apparently. Uh, the opposite of FOMO is being in control of your own happiness and decisions and not constantly worried that you're missing out on something better. That's the fear of missing out, Sean. Mm. Like, something's going on over there. Right. And it looks like it could be better, but I don't want to go over there because that's not really my jam. Mm-hmm. FOSY, F-O-S-Y, the fear of saying yes, is uh, similar to FOMO because some of the people who say they were afraid to say yes believe that they, quote, missed out on making new friends, mm-hmm. avoided asking someone on a date, and were held back from trying a new hobby. I think the issue I have with the fear of saying yes to things is how long it takes to to do anything. You know what I mean? Like, What am I getting into here? Well, let's say I want to play guitar. Okay. Takes a while. Oh, yeah. Unless you're a savant, right? Let's say I want to get better at golf. That's going to take a long yeah, time. Years, probably. Can it? Yeah. And even then, it, you're not that good mm-hmm. at it, right? Same with working out. I can get fat in a hurry. <laughs> Can't get skinny in a hurry. Right. I mean, you can, but it's not healthy, obviously. But the fear of saying yes is, is a new thing afflicting people nationwide, <laughs> Shaw. The fear of saying yes. Fosi. Well, thank you for educating me on the new millennial lingo here. Yeah. Do your kids say anything to you? Every, I mean, your kids are older, but they're still, I mean, Hannah's still, what, in her early 20s? Yeah, mid-20s, yeah. So she's probably got a couple of phrases that she drops on you every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, I've learned a few words here and there. Like, uh, give me one. Uh, apparently sketch, as opposed to sketchy. Eh, that's not that. I, I, I've said sketch. I, I hadn't heard it before she said it. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's pretty sketch. Yeah. Like yeah. sketch, what? Neighborhoods, people, mm-hmm. food joints. That's pretty sketch. The no cap is the one that the kids get mad at when you say it. <laughs> you can't say that. That's our word. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing embarrasses children more than when you start You're using right, their language. That's true, right. My parents used to do that to me all the time. Like, you know, you back start in, using your lingo? Back in the 80s, you know what I mean? It was, you know, wicked or I mean, that's a New England thing, but you know, we had our own language mm-hmm. back then. And my parents would occasionally try to use that and it just it's like, okay, dork. <laughs> right. Thanks, Took some of the cool away from it. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go. The best, best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Right, Shaw? That's how it goes. It's National Kiss a Ginger Day. Ah. 
You got a wife with some red hair, right? Uh, it's not real. Oh, sorry. Did you really want to say that on the radio? <laughs> I think like every woman her age, she's dying her hair. Okay. I've got a ginger wife. I'm going to go home do. and put these lips all over her later on, Shaw. National Kiss a Ginger Day. I know Doc's going to be smooching up on his mm-hmm. lovely wife. Kiss her once for me. It used to be back in the day that people with red hair were witches or considered to be somewhat of an outcast in society, Shaw. Very small percentage of people have red hair. Yeah, it's a defect, right? Isn't that the oh, deal? I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, apparently National Kiss a Ginger Day became a thing in 09. Some guy named Derek started a Facebook group. It went viral, and now every January 12th, it's National Kiss a Ginger Day. Obviously... You should probably know the person. Know the person, ask for consent, mm-hmm. right? Get an uh, NDA, something along those right. lines, right? Make them sign a contract, yep. whatever it is. Obviously, if it's your wife, Shaw, I think you'll be okay to give her a little, mm-hmm. little smooch, a little lip lock after work. And speaking of kisses, talk about the worst first kiss ever. You remember your first kiss? Uh, Long time ago? Yeah, I think so. I was in a movie theater watching King Kong with Chris Lemkul. The one from the 70s with Jeff yeah, Bridges? Yeah. Oh, look at you. The movie King Kong got you all hot and bothered, huh? <laughs> no. Is that what did it for you, Looking for an excuse to put my arm around her. Oh, did you do the yawn and stretch? Probably, yeah. Oh, snap. He stole my move. <laughs> he stopped short. Uh, mine was underwater. Oh, wow. Yeah, mine was That's underwater. Unusual. Yeah, with a young lady that I... my fa- So my family went camping... Uh, in the summertime when I was a kid and there was another family there that had a daughter that was my age mm-hmm. and so we of course were friends and when you're around that seven, eight, nine yeah. years you start to get curious I'm like mm-hmm. well, let's go underwater and kiss and so we did and of course I had Nobody my eyes see I had my eyes wide open I'm like yeah <laughs> that's where it all started Shaw nice. underwater but uh, this model from Turkey okay. uh, a Turkish model apparently posted pictures after she made out with a guy for the first time, and he bit the tip of her tongue oh, off. Oh, no, not good. Off, no. you said? Yeah. Bit it off? Yeah, apparently not off in the sense that it, but like, it, was it needed to be sutured. It Ugh. needed to be stitched up. Now, I'm okay with a little gentle nibble, maybe on the lip. Not so much on the tongue, Mm-mm. especially if things are getting real passionate, Shaw. But uh, it's hard to tell if he bit it clean off or if it was just dangling, but she did go to the hospital in Istanbul and had them sew it back together, posted a short video online. Mm-hmm. I think she was looking for some some love on the internet because she's a lovely lady and how do you get those likes, Shaw? You mm-hmm. create a crazy story about some guy sucking face with you <laughs> and biting your tongue off. I'm guessing there won't be a second date? She says she's known the guy for about a month and it was the first time that they had kissed. She's not even sure how it happened, but her best guess is that he just doesn't know how to kiss. <laughs> and uh, doctors were able to stitch her back up and she's okay now. But uh, yeah, Turkish model. Made out with a guy for the first time and had him bite her tongue off. Mm. <sighs> Guy's going to get a reputation. Yeah. Seriously, dude. What are you doing? Don't be biting lips and tongues off and stuff like that. New. It's new. Movie theater, huh? Yeah. Anything else happened in the movie theater? No, that was it. Just one kiss, huh? Yeah, just one. I don't think she reciprocated. Oh, really? It didn't last long. You forced yourself on her show. Well, yeah, kind of. Shame on you. This is your wake-up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it.
That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7 The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend, and it's going to be warming up progressively over the next couple of days, Shaw. Almost 50 on 50. Monday. Yeah, it looks like mid-40s on Monday. It's going to stay dry for the most part this weekend, but then it looks like precipitation all next week. Yeah, there's a chance. It looks like just about every day. Less than 50-50 most days. But. So if you want to get outside and do something this weekend and stay dry, this would be uh, you know the, the best time to do it. But uh, I'm not talking about going outside. I'm talking about going indoors. Starting with this, uh, let's see, today actually. Uh, today, tomorrow, and Sunday, lacrosse area sports cards and collectibles show at the Valley View Mall. Uh, it's free. And it's at the Valley View Mall in the vacant store by J.C. Penny. Just look for the signs. Okay. Uh, today and tomorrow, 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. until 4. Vendors from all over the Midwest, they're looking to buy, sell, trade, and appraise sports cards, memorabilia, and collectibles. So if you got something uh, sitting around, you're not sure what it's worth, or maybe you just have a bunch of them, you're looking to get rid of them, now might be the time to do that. Lacrosse Area Sports Cards and Collectibles Show at the Valley View Mall. Again, today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Tomorrow, get up bright and early and head to Justin Trails. Have you ever been there? Yes. Dude, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. They've got wonderful cabin shop. If you and Mary are looking for something close by but mm-hmm. romantic, Justin Trails. Huh. You, ever, you ever seen it? No, I actually haven't. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, so they have a winter's farmer's market, right. uh, a winter farmer's market uh, every Saturday from January until March. Uh, it runs from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. at Justin Trails Resort, which is right near Sparta. Uh, area vendors, they're going to have food, home goods, clothing, and more. And, uh, of course, while you're there, you can find out more about their cabins that are for rent. They've got glamping packages available. They've got a venue that you can rent out if you're looking to have a wedding or a, a retirement party or something like that. And they also have getaway packages, Shaw. So cool. Uh, that's tomorrow at 9 a.m. out at Justin Trails in Sparta. And then tomorrow night, get to the Pearl Street Brewery for the Freezers. Live music from the Freezers tomorrow night from 7 until 10, maybe 11. Uh, the PSB live tunes from the Freezers, they hit the stage at 7, and they're going to have plenty of tunes that you can boogie down to. Uh, you can enjoy some beers, wine, seltzers, and ciders over at the Pearl Street and get your tickets uh, at the door or buy them online. Go to the Pearl Street's website for more info. Then Sunday, yeah. hashtag Sunday Funday Shaw, mm-hmm. uh, chili cook-off out at Angry's Way Out starts at 1 o'clock. It is chilly outside. It's also chilly inside. Bryce Prairie, Angry's Way Out, football, beers, and a chili cook-off. No charge to enter. If you're bringing a chili with you, but it is five bucks to taste and there'll be prizes for first and second place. And they'll uh, draw the winners or announce the winners uh, at the end of the first NFL wildcard game on Sunday. So that'll be right around what? Three o'clock somewhere around there. I think there's one at noon, right? There's a noon game. So usually those end around three, three thirty. My list of things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend is online. Go to the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want us to talk about, submit it. At aroundrivercity.com for free. You can post your events right there for free. And uh, maybe we'll be talking about your event. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.